I'm gonna sit at the welcome table. Hello, my hungry, hungry hippogriffs. This is your Strat Goblin host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his Rock'em Sasquatch Robots podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. It's the May 24th show. Today's story is all about putting out yesterday's fire. Oh, wait, that wasn't yesterday anymore. That was weeks ago. Okay, it's not about that. Also, I forgot I didn't like that idea anymore. But this one is about as close as you can get to that, meaning it's about a guy with a doorknob for a nose. So now you understand. If you, like me, don't know how to lead into this story's title very well, you may want to watch Carmen Jones for a while and enjoy an open-faced dandridge. Open-faced dandridge by Matthew Sanborn Smith. There's one school of thought that says the biggest problem with having a doorknob for a nose is keeping all the fingerprints off of it. This school doesn't consider all the fingerprints that build up on the inside of everyone else's nose. There is, however, a second school of thought that says no one has a doorknob for a nose. Many people feel that's an excellent point. Both of these schools and all of these people, however, seem not to have taken into account the one guy who has a doorknob for a nose, Chet Dandridge. The biggest problem with having a doorknob for a nose, Chet thought, is that people keep opening your face to see what's inside. Or maybe that wasn't the biggest problem. Maybe it was the ones who assume that's a doorbell up above and poke you in the eye. But when they knock on your face, that's pretty bad too. Knock knock. Who's there? Oh yuck, your tooth fell out. Okay, so maybe the biggest problem with having a doorknob for a nose was ranking the associated problems in terms of bigness. Oh yeah, that's right. There were also those people who got angry with you and slammed your face shut to make a dramatic exit. You'd forgotten about that one. Chet tried locking up his nose to prevent that sort of thing, but although lockpicking wasn't a common skill in our society, everybody and their Aunt Muffy was an expert nose picker, people were constantly breaking into Chet's face, and sometimes Chet would wake up to find that someone had rearranged all the furniture in his brain, and that someone was still there. It wasn't even Goldilocks. It was Joe, or Sandra, or any number of troublemaking vagrants. That crap started up when he met Cecilia in a bar, and with all the noise and music, he thought he'd agreed to let her squat on his face rather than in his face. It hadn't been mere wishful thinking on his part, neither. He'd gotten the good kind of face off her quite a few times, because, come on, having a doorknob for a face did have a few advantages. Well, maybe just that one advantage Chet realized when he tried to list them all to his friends. Having the pros and cons established for himself like that by himself, he decided to seek professional help. He went to a plastic surgeon, who explained to him that although it was physically impossible to replace his doorknob with a real nose, she could reduce it to something more of a kitchen cabinet knob. He gave her the okay, and soon Chet's biggest problem was people storing their dishes in his head. And that wasn't such a big problem at all. Besides always having something handy to eat off of, Chet could finally fire back at his dad, who was always bragging about the steel plate in his head that he'd gotten in the war. That happened when old Mr. Dandridge's friends bet him he couldn't shove an entire steel plate into his ear. Now Chet could counter that his head plates were of the finest china. This started a fist fight which resulted in a broken fist for Chet and also a face full of broken dishes. His dad celebrated the victory by pushing a crockpot into his own eye. If this story nosed your grindstone, you could put it and other hemorrhaging nostrils to the internet crap of the steel trap BewareTheHairyMango.com. Shoulder chop William Shatnerly in the comments for this post, or Constanz email me and we'll Mozart on over to our magic flutes at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or maybe it needs a little more Salzburg at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we saved our seeds, the SF and SF signal used to stand for Saran Fap, the sexiest plastic wrap your kitchen will ever surround. If we'd known it was going to be so clingy, though, we would have just married it. In Xanadu, 
denuded Kublai Khan a stately Twitter feed decree. Twitter.com slash up with gravity. Oh shit, that rhymed. Sorry, didn't mean to do that. Hey folks, I've got a new science fiction story called Rubble People coming up in the first issue of Illiterate Magazine next month. It's a very unmango story, but you people have been having too much fun over here. Go support my less pleasant side by subscribing at illiterate.org. Links in the show notes. My less pleasant side is what I used to call my backside. If you want to support that, I'm cool as long as we can get to know each other first. Here in middle age, though, my front side has become kind of yucky, too. Illiterate.org. I'm gonna get all spinal tap on you people and ask you to give me some money. Or is that the new originals? Some of you might ask, aren't you ashamed of yourself asking for money all the time? The answer is, it's much less shameful when you realize hardly anyone gives me money. Clean conscience, ladies and gents. This podcast suggests, naughtily, a little fling, which sounds exciting, but when it flings its burger, you discover it meant having a food fight, which again seems exciting to you until you realize it's all artificial food, heavy with synthetic beef byproducts like electric hooves and leatherette hides and a few leftover artificial cud scrapings, and the more I think about it, this dead cow is pretty damn fascinating, much more so than this Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Like 4.0 International License. Until I am no longer a lineman for the county, this will be your pole position player, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, reminding you people come and people go, and that's okay as long as none of it misses the toilet. Good night.